0: Welcome to Lioness Podcast with me, your host Jane Lyon. This show is where I work through with you all of my spiritual contemplations that have helped me heal, grow, and evolve, and become the person that I am today, the leader that I am today, and this podcast is just an organic channel for me to bring through the wisdom and information that feels alive that's wanting to be shared and um yeah we are at episode 20 which feels really good you guys it's it's spotify's like end of the year wrap up thing and so many of you are sending me that i was like in your top five and um Like you haven't, is crazy to me. You have no idea what it means to me. The amount of people who have messaged me saying, thank you so much for this show. Um, You know, just that feeling of your manifestations coming to life, knowing that, you know, while I may not have thousands and thousands or millions of listeners, those of you who are listening right now, I have like, I value you so much. You mean the world to me. Because I've always believed that I have a message to share. I've always be- I've always known and seen that I can support others and help them to feel loved simply through my voice, whether I'm singing or whether I'm talking or whether I'm facilitating a healing session. And um, it just means so much more to me than words can even express that this show has been so well received. So, I am lining up even more exciting guests coming into the end of the year and you know I would love to hear from you um, if there's anything specific you'd like me to talk about because I have been getting some requests and it's interesting to see when the requests all have a theme. So um, one thing that has come up is and these were two different requests that to me is funny because I've already been thinking about them but they're in the they would be in the same episode and the one request was Jane how do I quit smoking weed (laughs) help and the other quest was Jane I'm just curious like do you drink do you smoke like what are your views on sobriety what are your views on all of this stuff and I realized that While I may not have a strong opinion on these things, I still have an opinion that may be strong. (laughs) So um, that's coming up for you guys for sure, for sure, for sure, especially as we head into the holidays. And I don't know about you guys, but the holidays mean so much drinking in my world, in my family. And um, that's something to, you know, deal with, to be aware of, to be conscious of. So anyways, it's it's Saturday morning and I'm actually recording from my bedroom for the first time because Bruna is back in her gym and she is training clients and that means that loud Brazilian funk is blasting. <laughs> so I had to, it, my bedroom's on the third floor so we, we can be nice and far away from the, the noise of the gym. Milo is of course laying here next to me just being so cuddly and sleepy. I hope that you guys appreciate knowing where Milo is while I'm recording my show. (laughs) Anyways, and today I am feeling really excited um, because today is the last day of devotion. Devotion is my 12-week Life of a Yogi group course that has been the most incredible thing to birth. Oh my god, like... Devotion is definitely one of the many programs that I was born to create that I feel like I've spent the last 10 years cultivating and and creating devotion and having the, the courage to follow through with that, this idea that was, you know, downloaded into my body, to follow through with it, um, to, you know, value it at what it's worth truly, and then to have 11 girls sign up like wow (laughs) so that happened right and then I show up to, to teach these things and I'm just having the time of my life like I am meant to teach this stuff you know and I am meant to help young yoga teachers and meditation teachers and coaches and guides and healers just become more skilled at what they're doing And that's kind of what devotion was about. (sighs) I loved it so much. And so today we are completing the container. Um, We're doing a big quantum Reiki healing session, activating the subtle body, really wrapping up everything we've been learning about in the last 12 weeks. And it just has felt so empowering to show up in in this role and to just feel so authentic, to feel like this is just me, like... This is just who I'm meant to be. I could do this in my sleep, you know, and then to feel like I'm empowering other teachers and even just students and guides to to be better, to be not just better, but to hold themselves up to higher standards, to be smarter, (laughs) to have studied deeper, to really know what we're doing here in this thing called yoga, and also just to watch my students grow and connect with each other. I I hope that the sisterhood that's been created here is kind of the the shining winning goal, the shining winning trophy of this whole experience of devotion. So if you are in this incredible devotion container with me, I am just so deeply and forever grateful for you. And I can't wait to continue doing this work with you. So today I want to talk about how the holidays are coming it's only december 4th and so part of me was like again this linear thinking like jane you should make this episode later on closer to the holidays but the holidays have started we just had thanksgiving and i'm trying to do this thing where i stop thinking linearly and i start thinking intuitively knowing that space is actually a circle it's not forward and backwards. And that if something feels alive and I this is why I'm sharing this. If something feels alive right now to create or share or start do it while it feels alive. Don't say, "You know what? I think <laughs> I think in August I'll start." I remember when I started doing sanctuary and I would get on these these calls and I had someone who was like 100% in so game to join me in one-on-one mentorship. And then she was like, I think I'd like to start in January. And that was like four months away. And I was like, wait, what? Why? If you're excited right now, like why are you putting it off? And she never started anything with me, you know, which is, is so interesting when we, we have to act on it when it feels alive. So here I am. I wanted to talk about how to stay sovereign in your power and your body in the holidays. And I say this because so many of the students that I support have a hard time being themselves around their families. I always thought it was just me, (laughs) but no. A lot of people feel this way, especially people who are empaths, people who are on the spiritual path, people who are having awakenings, people who maybe were raised in a religious family and are not, or maybe were raised in a conservative family and are not. You know, um, maybe you are gay and you just feel like you do not fit in with your family. And I'm learning that that's just so much more common than I ever thought that it was. I thought that I was the only one who just felt like I was not born into the right family. I do not fit in here. Why do I feel so uncomfortable with myself around these people? And for me, it got to a point where I needed to take time away from my family. And that wasn't an easy decision to make at all, but I'm always pretty open about this because I just want to say my family may not be as, like, happy that I took time away from them, that it might still be a wound for them in which we can work on that. But for me personally as an individual human soul living on this earth, I am so glad that I made that choice to take time away from them. And it wasn't the entire family. It was just specific, you know, parts of my family that I really needed a breather from because I could not maintain my well-being. And that was really it. It really – and this is what I've realized is that it's really not about – if you're like resonating with me, you might have a voice in your head that's like, yeah, my family fucking sucks. That's why. No, no, no. Let's pull back a little bit. I was not emotionally – stable enough to be around my family because I felt so wounded in their presence. My wounds weren't being seen, weren't being nurtured, weren't being held. And so then I would fall apart every time I was around them, if that makes sense. I would lose my power. I would get so uncomfortable with myself that I wouldn't be okay. Okay. And this was during the time when I was coming out of the closet. I was, you know, going through so much change and my family was just like not the stable place for me. So I needed to take some time away from them to become stable in my own body, to become stable in myself. And I actually spent a good chunk of the pandemic in family therapy learning from this psychologist who I really admire and respect how to like he I didn't go in there and he's like okay we're gonna learn how to deal with your fucked up family no and this is why I respected him so much he was like we're going to learn how to make you the most solid embodied version of yourself so that you can learn to relate to your family again as a grown adult Because what happens sometimes, especially if we had like very wounded childhoods and we have all these issues with our parents or with our siblings or with our cousins or whoever, right? As soon as we get back into that family space, we literally shrivel back into that wounded self. So say that something really traumatic happened to you when you were seven and your family didn't do anything about it. Maybe they caused the traumatic event. Then when you're around them, say that you are sharing with them something you succeeded in and you realize that they're not listening. Imagine how quickly you're going to be triggered back into that seven-year-old self who was harmed and no one did anything. They didn't protect you. That's terrifying. And that's what is usually happening when we're around our family. So we can't try to change them We can only try to change us. So I'd like you to just reflect um, on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving has happened, right? It happened last week. My first curiosity would be, did you spend it with your family or did you spend it with your friends? If you spent it with your family, how did it go? How did it feel? I spent my Thanksgiving with my family and my girlfriend um, in our new house in Oregon, and it was really, really good. Actually, um, I have three sisters, so if if I could, if I said there was no drama, that would be a lie. But like, there wasn't really any drama in in, in the in the terms of like you know real problems. And not that there usually is like tons of drama at my family gatherings. But in the past, I leave things like that, family trips or even just like, you know, dinners, holidays, just feeling not okay. And it is because I would lose myself every time I was around them. I was not able to stay strong in myself. So, looking back on how your Thanksgiving went is a really good way to kind of check in with yourself. How did it go? How did it feel? Was there an interaction I had that didn't feel good to me? Did someone trigger me? Did I maybe not treat someone as kindly as I could have? What happened? because this is this is really something that I'm mastering and I think that's why it feels so alive to share for me right now. I used to be that person who would be like here comes the holidays. Gonna fucking suck because my family is shitty and people suck and the holidays suck and everyone gets depressed and I'm just going to be drinking all the time and it's going to be snowy and dark and everyone gets depressed in the winter and the holidays are just triggering because I remember my parents were divorced when I was a child and ah, let me just get on my soapbox and just tell everybody how tragic my life is. <laughs> Like, maybe I'm being super harsh right now, you guys, but that's fine. I'm so fine with being polarizing. You're going to choose every single holiday season that the holidays are hard for you and that they're a traumatic time and you're going to just sink into your seasonal depression every holiday? Really? Like, nah, man. I used to do that too and that's why, like, I get it. And I don't want to do that anymore. And last year, I a long time ago, actually, I, I would say this all the time in the holidays. I'd be like, you know what? Next year, I'm just going to, like, book a ticket to Mexico by myself on Christmas because I don't want to deal with being around my family. And then I manifested this girlfriend who's like, oh, we are going to be in Brazil every single Christmas. Like, there's no question about it. Sorry. And so I got to experience how nice it is to just get away and realize You get to choose your life experience. So if you hate spending the holidays with your family, do something else. Seriously, do something else. Just be crazy, courageous, and bold and be like, fam, I love you guys. I'm going to go get wild in Rio for Christmas this year. Sorry. See ya. But if you love your family (laughs) like I do and you want to spend time with them, Ask yourself, how do I want to enjoy the holidays this year? What do I want? What do I want? How do I want to feel? So I just want to wind back to taking that question, right, of how do I want to feel? When I am around my family, how do I want to feel? Because the, the lesson here is finding sovereignty in who you are, as I learned from my therapist, and then practicing it when you're around them. So here's an example, right? I, I, I compare myself, and so think of this. How is your nervous system when you're around your family? If your dad gives you one wrong look, do you start breaking out in hives? Do you start you know, getting really red and hot? maybe your heart starts pounding, or are you just like, oh, (laughs) dad's mad, because that's what I do. I'm just like, oh. Whereas, you know, one of my sisters will start getting really nervous, and that's when I tell her, you have got to get out of here and regulate your nervous system so that you can come back and be more embodied when you're here with us. So this really is about down-regulating your nervous system so that you can be around your family. Maybe you're super reactive. You just talk back, you're, you're harsh, you think everyone's against you, you're, you're, you're always kind of defending yourself. That is not a down nervous system. I was more of the like, I'm gonna just be really quiet and sit in the corner with my wine and like slowly dissolve into invisibility because I feel so worthless. And that's also a nervous system problem. My nervous system couldn't even handle it. I would just get so anxious that I would just be really quiet and just, I can't wait to be done. So this is why I'm asking you to look back on Thanksgiving. Like what were those moments when you got triggered, when you started acting like the person you don't want to act like? For me, sometimes it's like, when did Jane pour another glass of wine that she didn't want to? (laughs) Because that's a little symbol, a little flag Of, oh, I'm losing myself. I'm losing my power. Things are getting hard. I'm starting to be judgmental. And now I'm seeing myself pour another glass of wine to kind of numb out the feelings that are coming up. Because here's the thing. Our souls, I really want you to understand this. Listen. (laughs) If I haven't said this already, I don't think I have on this show. Our souls choose our family before we come into this life. And that is tied into our karma that we have cultivated in every past life. So that when we are born, when we choose to be born into this earth realm and choose our family, Not only are these souls that are returning to us again and again and again, which is why we feel such a closeness to them, but they are also here as representations of what we need to learn in this lifetime so that we can elevate our own soul and be reborn into a higher realm next. Your family constellation or your family dynamic is here to hold space for you to grow into the being that you're meant to grow into while you are on this planet. And so my family dynamic taught me to stop being so weak and to start holding myself together. And there's so much more that I could get into, but I want you to start noticing that. What is your family dynamic teaching you about yourself And how can you see it as a lesson to grow into the adult, the sovereign, spiritually mature being that you are? Who do you want to be when you are around your family? How do you want to feel when you are around your family? And how can you start practicing that now? So if you know that your uncle is going to come make some homophobic joke at you, how are you going to prepare yourself to respond next time? And I don't want you to say, well, Jane, what's the best way to respond? I want you to ask yourself, how do I normally respond? If your response is always, hey, fuck off, homophobe, and you get super defensive and mad, maybe your response this year is to say, hey, Uncle Bill, you are just the same as you were last year. It's good to see ya." Or, and this is where I give permission to my students, If your uncle always makes a homophobic remark at you and you never say anything and you just smile and try to shake it off, maybe this is the year that you say, hey, Uncle Bill, I've got a problem with your homophobic remarks and I'm going to ask you to not talk to me that way anymore. Thank you. Love you. (laughs) It's about trying something different. It's about I'm not going to be the exact same Jane every time every single time. I'm gonna try something different. To, what can I do to step fully into my power and hold on to myself? So, this kind of brings me to what the 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 the, the, the big most important step is. Because maybe you're like Jane, I can't do that. I hate my Uncle Bill. <laughs> He's the worst, you know. Okay, well, the first thing we want to do is find deep compassion with the people in your family that you struggle with the most. Find deep compassion. Why do you think Uncle Bill is such a homophobe? Really? You know, like, why do you think that your grandma always needs to comment on the clothes you're wearing? Why do you think that your sister always has to tear you down when you're being celebrated? So I want you to kind of step back into the compassion practice. Looking at these, you know, maybe there's specific people in your family that are coming up right now as they're listening and you're like, man, it is hard to love them. I have the hardest time with them. Think about how much they're suffering. Think about, you know what they suffer from. You know how much they're suffering. You know why they're suffering. You may even know how to free them from their suffering, but you know that you can't do it for them. You know that they're just, you know, we're not here to try to heal our other family members. We're here to just represent what a healed person looks like. And maybe you're like, oh, I do have compassion for their suffering, Jane. I really, really do. Then sink deeper into that sink deeper into that and maybe go and use my compassion practice before you enter the holidays if if this is really hard i want you to go use my compassion practice to really sink deeper into it and i promise you this is the number one number one practice that helped me show up to my family differently compassion and forgiveness practice and you, i think it's 22 dollars on my website if you want to go download it it's incredible You need to find deep compassion for the ones you struggle with the most in your family. And then the next step, once you've got that deep compassion and love and acceptance of this is who they are and I am not here to change it. I remember my ex-boyfriend would always get so annoyed with me because I would get upset at my dad when my dad would do the same thing that he always does. (laughs) And he would be like, God, Jane, you're all upset because you thought that he would do something different when you know that he's always going to do the same thing. And I remember being like, oh my God, you're right. We can walk into the holidays assuming that our, what our family is going to do, assuming the worst maybe even, and being prepared for that and not being so shocked when your dad does the same thing he always does. They are not going to change, and you are not here to change them. You are not here to heal them. You are here to be a presence in your family of unconditional love and stability. You are here to show your family what a down-regulated nervous system looks like. So once you're there, the next step is to draw clear boundaries and policies with yourself about what you are and aren't willing to engage in. This does not mean showing up to, you know, Christmas Eve being like, hey, everyone, this is what I'm, these are my boundaries, y'all, listen up. No. With yourself, okay? So if my sister wants to stop, start talking to me about that drama with my uncle and my cousin, I'm gonna be like, this a conversation isn't fun. I I told myself that I was going to have a policy, that I wasn't going to have this conversation with you. And I've said that to my sisters, like, I don't think I want to have this conversation with you. Love you. Or, you know, whatever it is, okay? When we're looking back on what happened in Thanksgiving, drawing clear, and it doesn't have to be boundaries and policies about other people. It can be with yourself. Like, I'm going to have one glass of wine, and then I'm going to stop, <laughs> What boundaries are you willing to engage in? I'm going to go home at 11 p.m. Even when they ask me to stay. All of that, okay? Your policies of how you want to show up, how you want to act, how you want to be received, what you're okay with, what you're not okay with. And then, as I've mentioned so many times, starting, if, if you're not already attuning your nervous system, and you're listening to my show, then like, I'm sorry, you have missed. I have have made a big point be missed. (laughs) You need to be regulating your nervous system. You need to be regulating your nervous system. You have got to be regulating your nervous system. How do we do that? Meditation, yoga, energy healing, Qigong, Working out, going on long walks, breath work, pranayama, everything that I teach, everything. Go on my website, it's all there. All of the nervous system regulation that you need. And that's why I feel like I've really mastered this because I can be around my family now and I can be there as a big sister who is serving and holding space for everyone. Because I'm not freaking out all the time. I'm not so lost in my own wounds and my own stories. I can just be there. And I can be like, oh, my cousin looks upset. Maybe I should go see if they're okay. You can focus on actually being a part of your family and serving them when you have a calm nervous system. You're not getting triggered all the time. You're not screaming at everyone. You're not the one starting the drama. You have to start attuning your nervous system. This is number one. And maybe this means before you go into family parties, you take some deep breaths. And while you're there, you remind yourself, how do I want to feel? Because once we get to this place, that's when you get to realize, wow, my family's really fun. I'm aware of their flaws. I'm aware of their quirks. And I'm so compassionate for them that I'm actually able to see the parts of them that I love. That are so fun to be around. And I'm able to start enjoying myself with them. And in return, they're liking me a lot more. They're liking being around me a lot more. And the healing is getting very subtly passed around. And when you go into the holidays, I'm not saying... I mean, Bruna and I are flying to Brazil for the holidays. So I'm going to be with her family... And everyone in her family speaks Portuguese, so I'm going to be in just a completely different situation than what's traditional, but I am, my mom is going to be with us for the first week that we're there, and that's going to be really interesting. It'll be a whole new dynamic to be aware of. And so, I have this mantra about time that I spend with my family, because for me, I can get really, really lost in old versions of myself when I'm around my family. Memories of times that they weren't there for me. Memories of times that they didn't take care of me in the way that I needed. And, and we can go and we can kind of curve into the smaller self. And I don't want to do that. They don't deserve that. It's like, you know, I don't know if you have family members who are like, just so living in the past. Like, I do not want to be that person that is just living in the past. So when I'm preparing to be around my family, I always, everything, even if it's just like I'm going to go hang out at my dad's house for a few hours, I always show up with the intention of this is an opportunity for me to learn where I am triggered so that I may step into my power, so that I may learn something new about myself, so that I may learn something new about my family. And so then the final goal of being around my family, relating around my family, and being a better family member can be achieved. Every time I am with my family, it is an opportunity for me to see my own blind spots, my own shadows, my own triggers, and make the choice to transcend and overcome them and step into my power every single time every time i am with my family it is the chance for me to step into my power even more and so if you're like damn jane on thanksgiving i got into like a screaming match with my brother and maybe you're feeling like really shitty about it no that's a light we turned on oh wow so what triggered you so much what needs to be resolved there what do you need to work on it's not about your brother, trust me. It's about you. It's about something inside of you. How can you regulate that trigger in your nervous system so that you're not screaming at him on the holidays? Because you know what? Like, there's there's two thoughts coming out of this right now. And the first one is it's okay. If you let your family and your closest loved ones see the worst of you, honestly, that's okay. Remember, we chose them to be our soul family. And sometimes it's easiest to be the shittiest person in front of the ones we love the most because we know that they're not going to leave us. That's security. If you really are like, I'm so ugly in front of my family sometimes and they keep loving me, like that's something to be grateful for. And you have to be able to forgive yourself. You have to be able to forgive yourself and be like, I'm so glad that I noticed how triggered I got the other night so that I can start working on that and maybe going to a therapist and learning how to be in your family dynamic because that – was so helpful and life changing to me. And even after Thanksgiving, I kind of wanted to go visit my therapist again and just kind of like debrief like, okay, so here's what happened. Here's where I got triggered. Here's where things got difficult. Like, help me work through that so I can get stronger again, you know? Because I really want to, I want a lifetime of enjoying my family. I really do. Like, I was away from them for three years and I don't ever want to be away from them again. I want to enjoy my life with my family in ways that I never could before I took that space away. Which leads me to the second part of that thought which is this story that the holidays suck. (laughs) I don't know about you guys but I had divorced parents so the holidays did kind of suck. It would be like we're going to be with mom on Christmas eve and then at some point we're going to be switched off to dad And my sister was always mad. And then my little sisters only got to see us part of the time and things just like, it always felt like as the kid, you had to like make sure everyone felt pleased and felt like they got time with you and that's like pretty normal like I feel like that's very like average Christmas trauma but like maybe you have the Christmas trauma of like there was always a screaming match or someone always got too drunk or you know I, I don't know I don't know the stories we have around the holidays right there's a reason why people are always like the holidays suck there's stories we have around them so we have the power to stop those stories We have the power to change our ancestry, our lineage, our dynamics. And at least not be a part of that. And at least be a part of the best part of the holidays. And change our frames, change our awareness. Say, yep, in the past holidays have been hard, but I'm in sovereignty and control of my life now. And I want to have the best holidays ever. And maybe that means I'm going to fly to Mexico by myself and find family there. Or maybe it means this year I'm going to show up to my family in a completely different way. Maybe it means this year I'm going to skip out on family holidays and go to therapy. You know? We don't want to welcome in the holidays. as just another time of year to get drunk and spread our trauma. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, how's this all feeling? Let's take a breath in. Yeah, It feels really good to be an empowered, calm person in the family dynamic. And you have the complete ability to do that, my love. So, I would love to hear from you. What are you going to do to make the holidays amazing? What are you going to do? How are you going to show up differently? What are you going to change? What's going to be different for you this year? Because you're in control. You do not have to do anything. You don't. You don't have to do any of the traditions. You don't have to do one thing. But if you want to, you can make it really good. Okay? So, you know, again, this is work that I do with my sanctuary students, with my one-on-ones. And I only have two spots left for the year. And, um they, I'm expecting them to be filled by the end of this week, to be quite honest with you, because I have, you know, calls with girls who are interested in taking the spots. But, um, if you are wanting to get into doing this work with me before the year ends, please send me a message. The application is in the show notes. It is 12 weeks, three months of one-on-one support with me every week. And Sanctuary, my one-on-one program is focused completely on healing your chakras, alignment. So we go through every chakra, we do all of the work to open, activate and align them, and you will be surprised that it is it's much more work than just like visualizing colors in your chakras. It's it's work and family dynamics comes up in every single chapter, every chapter your family dynamics will come up. And the reason why I called it sanctuary is because we are building a sanctuary around and within ourselves. We are learning to heal our nervous system in this program. You get I think there's at this point 15 guided meditations. You also get to have quantum reiki healing sessions with me and you get to have akashic records readings with me just whenever you want. You just you just say the word and we and we have a session. So you get my love and support every single week at the same time for one hour on a Zoom call. And then you can, in between, you can boxer me, you can text me, you can DM me, you can email me. Everybody kind of has their own way. But, you know, I even have clients who will just in the morning be like, hey, you have time for a phone call today? And I'll be like, yeah, let me call you in 20 minutes. And we can just chat. Like, I'm having a tough day, Jane. Like, you know. Stop me from doing something horrible and I'm there for you. I'm kind of like your sponsor for those three months. And, and you know, what's been happening is that every person who works with me for three months just resigns afterwards for another three months um, because being held and supported in a container, it's amazing how much growth is facilitated when you have the support of a coach, when you have someone checking in with you every week, giving you homework assignments, giving you the difficult things that you need to start working through. We can't always see it within ourselves. We need someone to reflect and hold that space for us. And that's what I love so much about Sanctuary is that this program is created so that the work you need to do is very clearly illuminated, You're not just doing this like template of work that everyone else is doing. It really illuminates the work that you need to do. And then I'm there to support you as a coach, as a healer, as an Akashic Records reader, as your best friend, (laughs) you know, as your guide. And I love this program. I love it. And I'm only taking two more people in it Um, because like I've mentioned, because yeah, it's totally being reborn right now. And, um, while I'm in Brazil, I literally only have two more spots open because I, I want to only work two days a week while I'm in Brazil. Um, and so I literally only have two more spots open for new sanctuary clients before the program is just completely re remodeled and renewed into a group offering. Um, so Yeah. If you're ready to get in on that now, and like, you guys, the new year is coming. A new year is coming. And again, people have so much flack about New Year's resolutions. I don't care about New Year's resolutions. I care about how the F am I going to conquer 2022? And to me, this portal between Thanksgiving and the new year is the incubation period of getting deep into the magic we are going to make next year. I have achieved every single goal that I set for myself last year. It is incredible to just look back and be like, oh, well, you did it, Jane. (laughs) Let's go bigger next year. Cause you know, looking back, I'm like, I didn't, I, I achieved a lot for what I thought I could achieve in one year and it's like, wow, Jane, you could have set the bar a lot higher for yourself. So that's what we're gonna do this time. And how much fun would that be to just feel like, wow, I'm evolving so quickly. I'm evolving so quickly that you almost need someone's support. You know, you're like, I need Jane to help me like set my goals and get into alignment and see the work that I need to do because the the program shows you where you are out of alignment. And this is what a lot of people don't notice. If there's aspects of your energy that are out of integrity and you're not aware of it, it's going to be a lot harder for you to manifest what you want because your energy isn't in alignment. And so when we start to notice these little things that actually are out of alignment and aren't in integrity with the alignment of our chakras, it's crazy how at the end of the three months, these girls are like, Jane, oh my God, everything's happening for me. Like, it's too much. Like all the things I wanted, like it's all here. It's all like, oh my gosh, I'm overwhelmed by choice. I don't know what to do. And I'm like, babe, you chose all of this. And it all came to you in these three months because you are in full alignment and integrity with your highest being and your energy is flowing and you're manifesting like that. That's how this program works. This program is coded for crazy high-frequency transformations. It's It kind of blows my mind. It, it, it does because, yes, I created it and I thought it was cool and then I've taken like 15 people through it in this year and I'm like, oh my god his program was sent from the gods the buddhas sent it to me to transform the lives of young women and i'm just you know i'm just I'm, i'm in love with it and i'm just excited to call in these last two people that are gonna finish out the year with me or i guess start out the year with me right um we we obviously have time to get on our first call this december and then move into 2022 together and literally create the best year of your life. 2021 was definitely 100% the best year of my life and I want you to feel that way. I want you to be like I started the year in investing in this program and I created the best year of my life. And you know maybe I am not as open about this as I should be, but I invested in let's see 1 2 three, four, five programs this year. Five! I invested in five programs this year to help me get further along on the path, to help me heal the aspects of myself that weren't healing. And so if you're wondering why things aren't happening for you, I would say, like, find a program. Find someone to support you. Get a coach. That's when changes happen. That's what changed things for me in this last year, is how much I've invested in support for myself. And then I watched all of my dreams come true. And I just feel so grateful that I get to be in this realm, this industry, this world where I'm supporting so many people at just creating the life of their dreams. It sounds sounds so cliche, but cliches are cliches because they are true well my loves i cannot wait i i I love being in these moments of like who are my next two girls gonna be like kind of feeling into their energy feeling them get closer and and kind of knowing who they're gonna be and you know i i can i can feel you listening right now um so the application is in uh the show notes or you can just dm me and like We can hop on a call. If you've been listening to my show, then we probably resonate. We can just hop on a call and and get started. I can see what you need support on, and we can get you started in the Sanctuary program. You get access to the Sanctuary portal where all of the guided meditations and the affirmations and the journaling reflections and all the extra resources that I give you are. This program is, sometimes I'm like it's a little bit too jam-packed with resources, but I just want to give you everything that I've got. get you on this path you know it's like what took me 10 years to create for myself i just condensed it down into three months for you and a lot of people resign after the end of the three months because they want to they want to keep doing the work and being supported by me i'm a pretty fun friend to have around if i do say so myself So, okay, my loves, I am going to sign off and I'm going to get ready for a juicy and delicious final devotion closing ceremony. I hope you are having a beautiful day. I hope you are sharing your joy and your love with everybody that you meet. I hope you are loving yourself and I hope you know that I love you.